Owning a home is still the American dream, but it comes with plenty of emotional and financial challenges. Join real estate broker Ron Evans each week as he shares the latest industry and local real estate market news through interviews with other agents and industry professionals. If you're confused about today's real estate market or just want to understand the home buying and selling process, this show is for you. Here's your host, Ron Evans. Okay, everybody. How are we doing today? It's uh, Tuesday, November the 2nd. And this is Ron Evans with my Real Estate 101 podcast and I guess video cast on YouTube. Check me out wherever you can find a podcast. I am likely to be there. Just search Real Estate 101 with Ron Evans and it should pop up. The channel should be easy to find. Today, we are going to go over a housing report update. Again, this comes out, uh, if you've tuned in before, this comes out every two weeks. Local economist Stephen Thomas and his company reports on housing releases this report every other Monday night. And this is the Orange County report. Now I'm gonna just be going over a lot of the summary items general items that cover all of Orange County. If at any time you want something specific to your neighborhood or your city, your zip code, please reach out to me at realestate101 at ronevansrealty.com or 949-929-2270. You can also leave any types of questions or comments down below. And I will put some summary items in the show notes and description as well. Let's roll. All right, today's report. He titles it Housing Insanity. Will it when will it end? The residential resale housing market has been at an unrelenting torrid insane pace since July of last year and seemingly nothing will slow it down. Now, why July of last year? Well, as we've mentioned before, when the pandemic first hit, when COVID first hit and we went into lockdown, that was just at the time that our spring high selling season would have started. And so we had a delayed selling season and it happened in July when we came out of lockdown. And why has the pace stayed high? Well, we've talked about this before too. A lot of it has to do with the fact that going through lockdown, a lot of people realized they can work from home now. Most of them permanently work from home. So they're no longer limited on the market that they live in versus the market that they work in. If you live in the Bay Area and work in the Bay Area, but now you can work from home indefinitely, maybe you would want to look at other parts of the country. We've had a lot of people from the Bay Area come down here to Orange County for the affordability, believe it or not. And so that's had a lot to do with the fact that we've just taken off and haven't slowed down. 
there's a lot of other factors that go in there too, but let's get started. So he writes, interest rates are juicing the market. Historically low rates have led to the expected market time dropping to 23 days, the lowest level for this time of year since tracking began in 2004. For Los Angeles Angels fans prior to 2002, it seemed that their team would never make the World Series. The Major League Baseball franchise was founded in 1961, and it took them 41 years until they reached the pinnacle games. They had only earned three trips to the playoffs prior. As a fan, he writes, there were more losing games than winning games. So any vision of hoisting the World Series Commissioner's Trophy was more of a daydream. There was no light at the end of the tunnel until the Angels made the playoffs with a wild card berth in 2002. They became only the second team ever to win their solo World Series appearance. Similarly, for buyers waiting for the market to slow and turn more favorably towards the home shopper, there seems to be no light at the end of the tunnel. Housing has lined up in favor of sellers since 2012. Many thought that the pandemic would slow housing, create a deep recession, and erode home values, giving buyers that much desired edge. Instead, however, rates plummeted to record lows, demand escalated, and the inventory of homes available plummeted to unfathomable depths, and home values soared to unbelievable heights. The pandemic-led economic recession lasted only two months, and it did not touch the housing industry. Values have climbed more than 20% year over year, and the pace of Orange County housing has not slowed much at all this year. For a little context, historically, we rise about 5% year over year with home values in Orange County. But we have seen a 20% year-over-year gain from 2020 to 2021. The expected market time, which is the amount of time between hammering in the for sale sign and opening escrow, is currently 23 days. This is across all price points. So it's an average of all price points in Orange County. That's an unbelievably hot seller's market. A hot seller's market is designed as a market time below 60 days. So we're about a third of that. The lower the level, the hotter the market. At 23 days, the market remains insane with plenty of showings, multiple offers, and sales prices above their list prices. At this point, what will decelerate the market enough to allow housing to transition away from a hot seller's market to a slight seller's market, balanced market, or even a buyer's market? Only one thing he writes, rising mortgage rates. That is precisely what occurred in 2013 and 2018.
like today in 2013, there was a very limited supply of available homes to purchase, a supply crisis with less than 4,000 homes available. Market time was at a very low, insane level, below 40 days to start the year. The inventory remained at low level until it started to climb in April. It continued to climb until reaching a late peak in October of 6,350 homes, doubling from the low of 3,183 level in March. What changed? Mortgage rates. The mortgage rates started 2013 at just over 3.25%. They eclipsed 4% in June and surpassed 4.5% in September. When rates rise, many buyers turn their collective noses away from pursuing a home because monthly mortgage payments rise and affordability diminishes. As a result, the inventory rises with fewer buyers in the marketplace and the expected market time will rise as well. It takes longer to sell with increased seller competition. In 2013, demand dropped by 27% from its peak in June to October. The inventory doubled from its March lows and the market time increased from 33 days in March to 82 days in October, which would be a slight seller's market. That is a market with an expected market time between 60 and 90 days. There are fewer showings than a hot seller's market, far fewer multiple offer situations. Sellers still get to call the shots and home values are not appreciating much at all. It is not a buyer's market, but a market where buyers are not kicking and clawing their way to home ownership. Similarly, in 2018, there was a supply crisis to start the year with less than 4,000 homes available. Yet this time, interest rates rose rapidly from 4% at the start of January to nearly 4.5% by March. It did not stop there either, making its way to almost 5% by November. With rapidly rising rates, demand was muted during the spring market, off by 12% compared to the prior three-year average. Demand then dropped by 28% from its peak in May to October. The inventory doubled from the start of the year to its peak in October, and the market time increased from 51 days in February to 110 days in October. That is a balanced market. A balanced market has an expected market time between 90 and 120 days, does not favor buyers or sellers, and values do not change much at all. This year, 2021, there really has been no relief in the relentless pace of real estate due to the historically low mortgage rate environment. According to Freddie Mac's primary mortgage survey, mortgage rates have risen to 3.14%, the highest level since March. For proper perspective, after the start of the pandemic, rates reached 17 record lows. The 17th, the 17th was the first week of January of this year. 2021 at 2.65%. Yes, rates have risen from there, but keep in mind that prior to the pandemic, today's 3.14% rate would be an all-time low. They remain at very low levels, which is why the active listing inventory is 67% below the three-year average between 2017 and 2019 prior to the pandemic. Demand is 11% higher, and the market time is stuck well below 40 days. For the market to noticeably slow, mortgage rates would need to rise considerably. At 3.5%, they would afford a little bit of relief, but not much. Rates would need to climb to 4% for the market to slow 
from an insanely hot seller's market to just a hot seller's market with market times closer to 60 days. Very few economists are projecting rates to climb above 4%. That is what it would take for the market to move towards a buyer's market. The market needs to transition first to a slight seller's market between 60 and 90 days, and then to a balanced market between 90 days and 120 days. And finally, to a deep buyer's market, which would be greater than 50 days. A deep buyer's market is one where there are very few showings, a glut of homes available to purchase, very few offers to purchase. Buyers get to call all the shots and take their time and values tumble. That would take a rise in rates to over 4.5%, which is not anticipated to occur anytime on the horizon. The light at the end of the tunnel with the shift in the market will not occur until mortgage rates rise substantially. Freddie Mac forecasted a couple weeks ago that mortgage rates will rise to 3.5% in a year from now. That is not quite enough to slow housing meaningfully. Either rates eventually climb to slow housing or values will climb to the point that they soften demand. The Orange County housing market is just not there yet. That was Stephen's opening statement as with where the market is right now, giving you some historical context of where we have been, where we are now, and what it'll take to change things going forward. So now I'm gonna go ahead and just dive into what he's got on here for um, actual Orange County numbers, housing numbers. So active listings. This is the current active inventory in Orange County. So the current active inventory plunged by 9% the past two weeks. The active listing inventory shed 178 homes in the past two weeks, down 9%, and now sits at 1,864 homes, the lowest level since tracking began in 2004. Let me repeat that. We only have 1,864 homes available to purchase in Orange County. Crazy low. Last year at this time, it reached what was then a record low to start November at 3,944 homes, 111% more than today. So we thought it was crazy low a year ago. We have less than half today than what we had this time one year ago. The three-year average from 2017 to 2019, we intentionally omit 2020 because COVID skewed the data, is 6,010 homes available right now. That's an extra 4,146 homes that we are missing that we would have had that we used to average prior to COVID or 220% more triple compared to today. There were a lot more choices back then. The inventory typically drops 5% at this time of year, not quite as high as the 9% drop realized today.
demand. Demand dropped by 3% in the past two weeks. So demand, that's def he defines it as a snapshot of the number of new escrows over the prior month, decreased from 2,515 to 2,429 the past two weeks, shedding 86 pending sales or down 3%. Demand typically drops about 1% during this time of year, but the inventory crisis is so acute that it is now limiting the number of pending sales in Orange County. Demand, however, is still 10% stronger than that three-year average, 2017 to 2019, accounting for an extra 248 pending sales, mainly due to the low mortgage rate continuing to juice the demand. Last year, demand was at 3,019 homes. So we're at 2,429 today. This time last year was 3,019, 24% more than today, mainly due to the four month delay of spring because of COVID. Talk a little luxury. Just in the luxury market, which is homes priced above 1.5 million here in Orange County, the market slowed. It did not change much, however, in the past couple of weeks. In the past two weeks, the luxury inventory of homes priced above 1.5 million decreased by 29 homes, down 4%, and now sits at 672, the lowest level since tracking began. Demand for luxury decreased by 13 pending sales or down 3% and now sits at 409, its lowest level since February. With a similar drop in both supply and demand, the overall expected market time for luxury homes priced above 1.5 million remained unchanged at 51 days, still a very hot seller's market for luxury. Year over year, luxury demand is up by 58 pending sales or 17%. And the active luxury listing inventory is down by 564 homes, or 46%. The expected market time this time last year was 110 days. And today we are at 51 days. Now I'm going to break it down. I'm going to break the market time down by luxury price breaks. So between 1.5 million and 2 million. The expected market time is now 24 days. Understand that under 1.5 million, what did I say it was before in our regular price ranges? It was at 23 days. You go up to 2 million and you're only losing a day. That's so it's similarly just as hot. For homes priced between 2 million and 4 million, the expected market time went up to 54 days. For homes priced above 4 million, the expected market time decreased from 129 to 126 days. At 126 days, a seller will be looking at placing their home into escrow around March. That's at homes priced above 4 million. I've said this before on these episodes that when I started in real estate eight years ago, you could see expected market times in these luxury thresholds of over 300 days, 400 days, 500 days. 
Easy. Year and a half to two years. Not uncommon. And here we are looking at three to four months. Three to four months. Completely crazy. This time last year, that same $4 million, 126-day market time was 255 days. Still half of what we were last year. Let me just go on to the general summary and we'll wrap up. So interest rates. That's the ticket. It's juicing the market, continues to juice the market. These homes aren't going anywhere. This is, in my opinion, still a very, very, very good time to sell or buy. You see these types of outlooks knowing that things aren't going to change financially for at least a year, maybe two, maybe longer. There are still gains to be realized investing in real estate today, doing a move up and with a new home, purchasing your first home. Just know that the competition is fierce if you're a buyer. If you have a good agent though, there are some really fantastic strategies that they can follow or help you with to get your offer accepted. Admittedly, if you're here local in Orange County or really anywhere in Southern California and you have questions on this about buying or selling, I would love to hear from you. I'd love to be able to meet with you, talk with you, answer all your questions, alleviate your concerns. Again, my number is 949-929-2270. Email is realestate101 at ronevansrealty.com. And I would love to hear from you. I'm going to be starting a series here this week. I'm going to go through how to buy a home and how to sell a home. There will probably be a few episodes to get through each of those topics. And when they get pretty in depth, I'm going to try to get some guests to come on and give their point of view from different, uh, different parts of the topic. So please be looking out for that. For another market update, however, I'll see you in two weeks. <laughs> Folks, I appreciate your continued support. If you haven't already done so, please don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Leave your comments and questions below, and I'll get back to you when I can. Have a great day. See you soon.